0: Hello and welcome to episode 179 of the Tech Reformation, where the world of technology meets the worldview of Christianity. It's just Hank and Joe today. Let's get started.
1: Are we going to do the intro or should we expect that David will?
0: Or... Did you listen to his, um, did you listen to the intro last time? The last episode that I, I did not, I, I can't remember why I turned it on. That was, I'm not sure why I listened to it. <laughs> I, I pretty one much listen. never listened to it, but <laughs> uh yeah he, he does the intro and he says i wasn't able to make it and then the clip right after that is us talking about it i'm like i vote david do it <laughs> you know and uh <laughs> and then you had a cut and then started the intro so that is that's that's yeah, awesome it's pretty entertaining so maybe the uh maybe the yeah. audience would get a kick out of it if we did it a second time too
1: perfect <laughs> let's definitely let David do the intro. He he can do it. You know what? He's got mm-hmm. skills and lots of practice. In fact, yeah. Yeah. So, I think he would he would probably prefer we let him do it. I agree. <laughs> Cuz he certainly wouldn't just cut off a bad one. He would uh he'd be stuck with it. So, okay, um let's see. Well, let's uh let's go ahead and start then. Sounds good? Um all right, do you have any follow up? Nope. Well, I don't all even right. remember the last
0: episode. Japan cars.
1: That's it. Yeah. So All right. Let's see. Okay. Well, uh okay, well the issue that we were th- going to talk about this week is the issue of Christians um well, people in general, but Christians specifically boycotting certain businesses because of either practices or who they support or stances that they take. So we um, that's what we wanted to talk about. Um, and we've got several articles that we can link to in the show notes so you can have some kind of perspective on some of the spots where we're coming from. Um, I know that recently... There were uh, the biggest thing that's been in on my radar recently is that some of the um, there's several uh, media companies that have said that they're going to boycott uh, Georgia hmm. over their stance on um, the uh, the recent laws that uh, significantly limit access to abortion in their hmm. state and. Uh, they would boycott the other states involved, but frankly, they don't b- do business in the other states involved. Uh, but Georgia has a, um, I believe, one article that I read, and you can't quote me on it, but it was something around over two billion dollars uh, of revenue uh, in in Georgia from uh, the filmmaking. And I was watching, my wife and I were watching uh, the new new season of Stranger Things, and the very nice. end of it, it has the big Georgia peach made in Georgia at the end of every episode. So, um, And one of the companies that said that they would boycott that, uh, would boycott Georgia, is Netflix. They said they would not continue to make uh, movies in Georgia if Georgia had these uh, restrictive pra- practices uh, not allowing for women to get health care that kills their babies. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, didn't put it the exact same way, but... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so anyway, um, that was that's kind of what spurred this idea in my mind is something that I think would be interesting for us to discuss and kind of have... There's uh, the articles that I've found, I several articles, but there's Christian takes on this that are on both sides of the aisle as to whether, A, whether it's um, appropriate to do so, B, if it is appropriate, whether it actually works. Practically speaking, is it worth mm-hmm. doing? And then... Um, and then, where do you draw the line? When you we live in a world that we are going to be interacting with non Christians uh, on certain levels, is um, uh, where do we draw those lines? And and how can we make our uh, opinions matter to some of these huge companies? So um, those are all kind of issues around this. Uh, one person I talked to uh, about this was like, you know what, if uh, if Netflix is doing that, then I am boycotting Netflix, uh, which I thought was a which I thought was a, a a noble stance from that person's perspective. But I happen to know factually that person doesn't pay for Netflix; and <laughs> he's someone else's Mikey. login. <laughs> so I was like, well, I mean, technically, you're not hurting them at all. <laughs> I will no longer be stealing my cousin's login for Netflix. You immoral jerks. <laughs> so anyway I feel like a lot of people are I, kinda,
0: yeah, I was thinking maybe he was boycotting it like because of the price hikes it's like because of this yeah. and because they raise pri- raise the prices by 5 bucks i will begin my boycotting as soon Since, as i finish stranger things
1: <laughs> exactly i have 3 series that i'm going to finish and then i am done with you unless you put out something really cool i mean <laughs> so anyway uh so what is your take on this what are your i sent you these articles and uh i'm i'm kind of expecting you to carry the load in this uh in this uh episode so go (laughs) (laughs) yeah i um
0: i've been thinking about it quite a bit since you sent it and it's definitely a topic that i've thought about in the past um It's like, I remember there was a big scandal with target, um, was the last one I, in my memory with, um, switching, I think to transgender bathroom or gender neutral bathrooms because of the transgender, um, issue discussions. Um, and so people were considering, should we boycott target because of that, um, and so, yeah, I think, um, my thoughts have deepened about it since then, but my answer still hasn't resolved, like do yes or no, which case is yes, which case is no. Um, but my first thought on it was, um, kind of the question of is boycotting ever the right thing to do? You know, like should, should Christians ever mm-hmm. boycott? Cause I feel like as I was reading some of the articles, a lot of their, a lot of their arguments seemed to apply to anything um but as we saw you know the world right. is is boycotting uh georgia for being pro uh pro life um and so and so we're not uh, christians are not alone in thinking boycotting is a good idea and beneficial idea um but it seems like some of them just saying you know like um i think Russell Moore's argument in uh, his one of one of his arguments was, you know, Christians should not be should not be boycotting um, companies by by way of removing their economic uh, contribution to the health of their company. And so saying, like, you know, we have so much power that if you don't listen to us, then your company is going to seriously detriment is kind of what he was saying boycotting does. Um, but at the very beginning of his article, he said I'm not saying boycotting is wrong in every situation. And so that makes me wonder, mm-hmm. you know, when, when do we use our economic power to boycott and is it just on the issues that everyone agrees with us? So like sex trafficking and, you know, things like that, where even in our current culture climate, the the world is on the same side as, um, as the Christians, um, are is that when it's okay to boycott um or is there are there situations where we can be against the world um countercultural and that's a good time to boycott too so that didn't doesn't really answer the question but that was kind of the first thing that i had in mind is are is any argument we use we first need to check it does this rule out boycotting completely and are we okay with that conclusion
1: yeah I think that's a, no, that's a good take on that because I think that, uh, I don't know. I I think that's the, I I was looking at his article again real quick because I was, I was uh, wondering about that because I, I, this is something that drives me nuts with some of these sorts of articles when you say, he says, I'm not, it's not that I'm saying a boycott in and of itself is always evil or wrong, but then he just says he, he says, "No, we're not doing don't do the, he wouldn't join the boycott. This is a boycott this particular one uh, is a two thousand and twelve article and he's talking about boycotting Starbucks mm-hmm. over their stance on same sex marriage um, but he uh, uh I don't think he gives us an example of when it mm-hmm. isn't." Mm-hmm. I mean, when it is okay, like when's an appropriate time to boycott? So I find, always find stuff like that a little bit frustrating because you kind of, you kind of beg the question a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, when people are avoiding that. I think that's a, I think your point is a good one. Like if they're, if it's not okay or not, um, if we do or don't want to boycott, um, then where, it's important for us to kind of think about where would we draw those lines? Mm-hmm. What's the, What's the line on that? And if you look back, I, I guess one of the things that I would think of is looking back historically, um, uh, a lot of people in the pro-life uh, side of things, which is where I would certainly fall, uh, would compare, um, can make some comparisons to the numbers of people who were killed in the Holocaust and the number of children mm-hmm. killed in uh, uh through abortion in our country, and uh, it's not favorable comparisons. Um, <clears throat> and but but then I guess a way that you could maybe get some historical perspective on that is saying, okay, then if you were a Christian living in Germany, and uh, how would you would you be able to use boycotts in some way that would be effective for helping? Uh, the plight of those who were being targeted by uh, the Nazis. Mm-hmm. You know, is there something, uh, some way that that would be beneficial? Or um, I, I guess one of my biggest things personally on boycotts is I feel like it's a lot of energy for very little result. Mm-hmm. Like we spend a lot of energy on something, spend a lot of mental uh, energy trying to persuade a company um, for very little, for very little effect. Mm-hmm. Like um, I think uh, Russell Moore's point in his article was that the uh, nobody's changed, nobody's nobody's mind is changed mm-hmm. by that mm-hmm. by a boycott. So you can you can basically get companies, and and we are seeing this on the uh, philosophically on the other side of the bandwagon where companies are. I mean. Um, there was uh, Even where I work, uh, uh, I work with multiple companies that are under the umbrella of HarperCollins Christian Publishing. Uh, my opinions don't reflect theirs, mm. but uh, I do work there. Um, but somebody recently said something kind of controversial, a little bit politically charged in a blog post that was published by one of the companies. Mm. Uh, they're not an employee of the company, but they are an affiliate who... Um, whose, whose blog post is published by the company. And uh, our support team has been fielding tons of phone calls, uh, basically ask, ask, telling us that we need to have nothing more to do with this person ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's really interesting to see that kind of, I don't know, um, i would be interesting to do a little looking around and see if I can see what the source of that is. Like, I personally... Uh, a blog post like that would come and go, and then there, I would think there wouldn't be any more calls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's been now, I think, a couple of weeks, and still like dozens of calls every day. So, uh, so people are trying to persuade companies to make decisions uh, based upon the weight of public opinion, and um, and companies are, in a way, like kind of like the Netflix thing. In a way, you kind of go like, well, that's kind of weird to boycott Netflix over this. But Netflix is saying that they're going to boycott Georgia over this. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. technically, that's what they're doing. So is that a reasonable response as Christians? Should we kind of uh, stand with solidarity behind behind those places that are taking these stances? Or do we feel like that's... uh, I don't know, feel like that that's not helpful or not, uh, the right tactic to mm-hmm. take. So I think I'm talking around the subject. I don't know that I have added much to the conversation just yet. <laughs> um, don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone if anyone's listening, please don't tell anyone that they didn't Secret. add to the conversation. Do not share. Do not <laughs> cut my pay in half.
0: <laughs> um, I've been thinking of, you know, swaying the weight of public opinion. Um, you know, it seemed like, and, uh, just to preface it, I guess, um, to preface what I'm about to say, like I said at the beginning, I'm not really for boycotts or against it. Um, just been thinking a lot about it. And so one of, one of my thoughts, I guess, for it, um, uh, and again, against kind of what Russell Moore said seven years ago, um was, you know, he was saying, like you said, that boycotts aren't going to make this huge impact on the company. That says, like, wow, those those thousand Christians that have really stood up and yelled at us that they're going to not shop here and buy our stuff is, is going to ruin us. You know, they're not too worried about it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are some benefits. Uh, you know, one that I was thinking about is, like, we're in in a capitalist society. And while I don't really, I'm not really a a political expert. um, It seems like, you know, we're almost voting with our dollars is how capitalism kind of works. And you, you you say, yeah, I like this product. I'm going to buy it. Lots of people do that. That product gets elected as a product that gets hang hang around. Um, And just thinking if, you know, if everybody just keeps voting with their dollars, the same amount, then definitely no change is going to happen, um, because they can kind of do whatever they want. Um, and so just like, I I mean, okay. I say just like, that's a bad idea. Uh, not just like, but in a similar context, like in a, in an election, if we had a side that we were really against, um, we wouldn't want to vote for that, that party, even if we know our party is going to lose, um, and then secondly I think one of your articles uh, the one that lists all of the these are all the places to boycott this year um yeah. you know in that it says it estimates 40 million have been 40 million dollars has been kept from those companies maybe would be the best word mm-hmm. um and who knows how accurate yeah. that prediction is but in this case yeah maybe we don't overturn those entire companies but say 40 million dollars kept from them and i don't know if that article said 40 million dollars didn't reach abortion clinics or funding for abortion or if it just said not the not the companies but in any case that's a good amount of money so the
1: boycotted cost cost plan parented more than 40 million since the project began Mm -hmm. is what they say in the article and this is the christian newswire article we'll again we'll link this Mm -hmm. one as well And this is from September 12th, 2011. Okay. So it's another, it's a year older than mm-hmm. the other one. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, that just anyway, goes to show on, that, on. Um, that even if we don't overturn
0: the whole company, that is a $40 million impact that has been had, that has kept $40 million going to funding, uh, places like Planned Parenthood. So,
1: right. so there's some impact from boycotting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that that's, um, The fact, I, I, I guess that is one thing that I'd say is, a, is an argument in favor is if if you're not going to do anything else, then doing that is doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, you're saying, well, hey Netflix, you guys are bleeding subscribers right now. Do you want to continue bleeding subscribers even more by taking this particular <laughs> stance, or are you going to uh, kind of say, well, since we're already filming movies in? Muslim countries that will kill you for being homosexual or transgender. Um, maybe maybe we can continue to film in American states that are just more restrictive in their access to abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, it's, it's t- you don't have that immediate feedback of whether it worked or not is mm-hmm. <laughs> also part of the problem. It's like, well, you know, uh, a lot of times, people will they'll make this loud stance and rattle their sabers to get the attention of uh, the the people that are shouting the loudest and uh, want them to act now and immediately. Um, and then they'll quietly change their stance back right. <laughs> later. <laughs> you know, least. it's like well, ultimately, you know, one of the reasons they're filming in Georgia it's not because they love Georgia the state or anything like that. It's because they have beautiful locations to film Mm -hmm. in and it's cheaper to hire people to film there than it is in Hollywood. I mean, that's, it's, it does all go back Mm -hmm. to money, (laughs) you know? And so, uh, that's applying some pressure that way could potentially be a good Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'm, I, I guess what I would say is I have participated in boycotts Mm -hmm. of, uh, certain companies. We even, And it's not always a loud thing. Sometimes it's kind of a silent thing, and that's probably less effective than saying, okay, we're going to boycott this company, plus we're also going to send them uh, a letter that explains, hey, by the way, we're boycotting you this month or this, you know, for now because of this stance that you Mm -hmm. took. But they, uh, uh, my wife, uh, for Starbucks this last month, uh, they had a, for Pride Month, there's was a big thing in support of Pride Month, which, of course, they've done forever. Mm-hmm. They've done that for a long time, but they did a thing where they were working with Lady Gaga, and she had a thing of about her "Born This Way," a big song that she put out that was called "Born This Way," and it's about you know essentially saying people who are you know who are uh, uh, homosexual are or, or in that uh in the in the uh, l b g t q uh spectrum there are they were born that way, and there's nothing you know there's nothing no life influencing thing on them that uh that led them to uh that lifestyle and um my wife was like well that's kind of that's just for her she's like that's just kind of a bridge too far mm-hmm. and uh I don't think we should support them during Pride Month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I, I can buy that. I, I'm, I, I'm I'm, with you on that. Um, generally speaking, I'm not big into doing um, boycotts myself, mm-hmm. but I think there are good arguments for them, and I think that uh, something like that makes sense. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. And then she did uh, at least, I don't know if she actually got something sent or not. She was going to send mm-hmm. them a mm-hmm. message and say, listen, <laughs> you know, uh, anyway.
0: Yeah. I think there's a good comparison there with, with art. Um, and just you bringing up Lady Gaga song, maybe, uh, think of it like, um, in judging, in judging art, whether that's music or movies or a painting, which I'm terrible at. Um, but that kind of, that kind of concept and judging it, you know, you can, there's the view of it's all subjective. Like, Oh, this maybe you maybe you love this, maybe you won't, it all depends completely on the person, you know, as opposed to there being something inherently aesthetically pleasing about the piece of art. Um, but I think, uh, at least maybe most people would think there is some objective, um, sense of something being good versus not, uh, thinking of like, a a child's painting versus a really famous painting. Most people would say, yeah, there's something objective here that makes this famous painting really good. Um, but anyway, in within involved in that decision, um, maybe not everybody would say this, but ethical implications of that art, like Lady Gaga's song or, um, just, eth- just things that are contained in it. Is it, is it glorifying murder or evil in some way? Is it have some mm-hmm. gratuitous sex stuff? Like I think you could call game of Thrones out in that, um, you know, is there something yeah. that degrades yeah. that piece of art, um, to make it, maybe it's a really good story, really good plot line, but it has all these elements in it that just make it, you know, the complete, uh, um, a lifting up of evil, um, in their worldview. And so as we as we think mm-hmm. on that, like even if if I'm just looking at it at a pure entertainment level, maybe something for me like Game of Thrones, <clears throat> I would say, you know, this is really really entertaining. I really enjoy watching this, and so it must be great. But then if I look at it and filter in all of the the evil that it kind of upholds and maybe says is good or just says is neutral, then. It will greatly decrease my enjoyment of it, and so now to take all of that and apply it to something like Starbucks or or Netflix or whatever, um, mm-hmm. it's really easy to. To just look at Netflix or look at Starbucks and say, yeah, there are a lot of valuable things about this. This is cheap coffee. This is tasty coffee. It's convenient because it's on every corner. Or Netflix is really fun. They have Stranger Things and at a good price, and I can binge watch my favorite shows. And then we ignore, ignore some of the ethical implications that could decrease its value. And so, yep. and so, yeah, I just think personally, each one of us, I mean, we would have different weights, but could could begin to judge companies with a more full spectrum, such as what things do they support and, and maybe make that decrease our value judgment of them to the point of making a personal decision to stop it. Even if we don't say like, this is a boycott, we just say this isn't as valuable as maybe I used to think it is because of these things. Just like I don't watch game of right. the because of a lot of its content. So,
1: right. Yeah, and there's certainly, there's definitely things like that where I've made decisions, I, you know, even, and it's kind, of, it's kind of a strange thing working at a, uh, uh, because I work at a company that's ostensibly Christian, most mm-hmm. of the, most everyone I work with is, I as, as a Christian in some way or another, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere along that uh, realm. And yet, you know, you have several people in the office will be sitting there talking about certain things that I just was like, there's no way I would watch them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I kind of have to be like, oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's uh, uh, interesting, you know. I I mean, there was even... uh, The particular thing I'm thinking of is there's several people that watch watch The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And they were going on and on about it. And I watched... It's it's really funny because I, I it's it, it's kind of funny how we desensitized ourselves to certain things mm-hmm. and um, can give ourselves permission to do or to watch things. Like I started to watch it one time and and immediately in the first scene of the first episode, I was like, nope, <laughs> not going to do this. And then somebody was telling me how good it was. So I went back and I watched watched it, continued watching it. I think I watched like the first two seasons. And then I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm done. I'm really mm-hmm. done. And I haven't gone back. And, but it's uh, really, really good. No, I've yeah, never seen exactly.
0: it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, but, but you'll have people tell mm-hmm. you that. And so there was a point there where people would talk about it. I was like, okay, well, I'll read a summary of the plot. <laughs> because it does sound like it's kind of, at some point along the way, it had some interesting mm-hmm. stories. I was just like, nah, it's just too far. It's just, it's just, just It hurts my heart and hurts my soul to watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't need to watch yeah. this. So and it's you know. and, I, and it might be a way in which you could kind of put a threshold on the boycott thing is, is is it a is the reason you are boycotting because you're you're taking a genuine moral stand on something and are you communicating that in some way that the company could actually understand that you are boycotting mm-hmm. them and that the decisions that they're making are actually driving a Percentage of their customers away, and maybe you're the one that sends a letter to them, but maybe there's a 100 that just stopped going there. Mm -hmm. Um, Or are you... Kind of like what you were saying earlier, are you... Oh, I'm going to boycott Netflix because, well, I've kind of watched everything I want to watch in there anyways. (laughs) And their prices have gone up, and they also did this immoral thing. (laughs) So... um, I think that would be that would be good questions to ask ourselves uh, if we're thinking of that. Um, so, so one other thing that we talked about in regards to this is not necessarily uh, not necessarily the issue. There's you know Christian hot button issues, which are certainly important issues like. Uh, um, Abortion and uh, classical marriage and things like that. But what about um, what about how companies treat their employees? So, um, do you think that boycotting a you know taking a stance or boycotting a company due to uh, when things come out from whistleblowers or whatnot in regards to their practices in their Treatment of employees is a is that a worthwhile reason to boycott a company? Um, I think the example that you shared, and again we can link an article on this, came from TechCrunch talking about uh, Amazon warehouse workers. And of course, there's dissenting opinions on this, but how um, it's pretty widely known that Amazon's warehouse. Uh, warehouse employees are at least under a lot of pressure to deliver quickly um, and sometimes pretty... Um, I think actually John Oliver had a recent thing about um, about warehouses on his uh, Last Week Tonight show as well um, talking about Amazon warehouses and how those employees are treated. And I also read a, read a recent article actually on Netflix about how people who work at Netflix are treated. <laughs> so Is it sometimes in the uh, on the sacrificing on the altar of cheap or free shipping or convenience or um, you know a better price than you can find in town? Are we uh, letting companies treat their employees poorly and can we have any effect on that through um, our dollars?
0: I think uh, at least. If we're going to treat issues like, I, I mean, um, yeah, if we're going to treat issues like abortion and homosexuality, um, you know, movements, um, shouldn't we consider other justice issues, uh, equal, you know, kind of the, the charge that's put against Christians is we're so against, um, premarital sex for example but we're not against divorce we just kind of let divorce slide and don't say too much about it um right that, that may be unfair to some degree because maybe we do say a lot of divorce but just people don't really hear about it because there's no conflict going on between uh, between those who say divorces uh who are against divorce yeah
1: um the the, the big pro-divorce versus anti-divorce uh movements in our country (laughs) exactly (laughs) um so so it
0: may just be because it's quieter because there's not a fight going on but you know that it's still fair to say if we're going to boycott these things what other injustices are we going to be willing to boycott for as well and maybe if we were consistent with our boycotts um, there wouldn't be such annoyance with our boycotts. Like, why are you taking these these issues um, when we could be boycotting, you know, boycotting stores that aren't using fair trade, for instance, or you know, mm-hmm. places like Amazon that um, people are accusing of mistreating their workers. In
1: yeah, I was going to say, I think that um, it, something that would be. And this is there's a little bit of a Pollyanna aspect to this, and you know, forgive me, but it's there, and so I'm acknowledging it. It would be nice if we were known um, by what we stand for mm-hmm. and what we're for rather than so much by what we're mm-hmm. against. Um, I think there's there are evils and injustices in the world that we need to take a stand against. I don't think it's... Um, I, please don't... Anyone in the... Uh, pro-life movement think that I'm saying it's wrong to take a stand against abortion. I think it is. Mm-hmm. I've protested um, myself and I, I, think it's critical that we stand up for the lives of those who can't defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like, you know, again, this is one of those things where uh, non-Christian friends of mine have said, you know, their perception, and I don't think it's actually true, um, but I think uh, it is nonetheless, uh, significant is their perception is that uh, as Christians we are we're all about getting that having that baby not be aborted, but then we don't care about that baby once it's been mm-hmm. born. Um, and I would very much disagree with that. I know a lot of uh, Christians who actually do foster care, mm-hmm. who have adopted kids, who are trying to be a part of the solution uh, to the you know the scourge of unwanted children. But you know, um, but it's it's hard to. I mean, it's kind of like you say, um, you know, taking a stand against Amazon. It's hard to. Uh, it's hard to. It's more effort. It's more difficult. It's not as easy um, to shop locally. Sometimes, mm-hmm. especially for certain certain items, are just. You know, very difficult to find, even in a city the, the size of the one I mm-hmm. live in, uh, much less in a small town, uh, really small environments. It's just nigh impossible. Uh, and so, you want to? Uh, I, I'm not sure how you best, uh, you know, communicate both to the people that you are supporting that hey, we are supporting you guys because you're local, or because of how you care for your employees, mm-hmm. or um Because you have a myriad of different things of, of how you 're um, for them, and also communicate to those that you 're not supporting that this is why we 're not supporting you and if you change your behavior if you you know show that you 're uh, treating people in a more ethical way, then we will come back and we would again uh, support you mm-hmm. so but I'm not sure exactly how to communicate that or, or uh, in, in these sorts of issues, how you can show um, the the whole, you know, being known by what you support rather than what you're against.
0: I think that was cool what you just said there about, like, telling the people that you are shopping with, like, hey, we support you for this and this reason. I think that would open up a really good mm. door uh, to them. Um, but yeah, it sounds thinking on it maybe when uh we as christians boycott maybe we get too angry like i mean there are good things to be angry about and injustice is a thing to be angry about but maybe towards you know in mass and towards individuals we let just our angry anger at the world show in a way that really turns people off instead of like, you know, if someone says, why don't you, Oh, you want to go to Starbucks? And say, actually, I don't really like going to Starbucks. Can we go to this one? That's right next to it. And they say, Oh, why don't you like Starbucks? You know, instead of, you oh, cause they support blah, 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 and getting to them about it and being really in their face
1: about why, um, you know, I mean, answer. being in people's face about it is kind of half the fun for me, <laughs> to be honest. So, well, maybe not. Then. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I,
0: I, <laughs> I guess I was thinking answer with a gentle response that more opens, more invites, yeah. more questions and conversation, um, and 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 showing, like you're saying, you know, I support. I these are other stores I boycott for these reasons, or I mean, boycott may even be the wrong word. I shop at these stores instead. Um, for these reasons, so it's not just this movement, but I try to make this a consistent lifestyle way of living because I think love is the best policy. I don't know. And that, that moves towards <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the world. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: That moves towards what so we're we have, for if, is what asking, as opposed to what we're against.
1: If anyone was ever wondering why I'm not an internationally famous singer,
0: now you're not. <laughs> i thought it was beautiful you know if people if people are listening <laughs> around the world and they heard you sing right there and they somewhat consider you famous because they're listening to you then you're a singer Pretty famous. international and, wow. and famous. so now you are congratulations man i'm so <laughs> excited
1: i gotta call mom <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think that probably covers what we were going to cover for now. Mm-hmm. I think we've thoroughly answered the question. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs to have any more questions, concerns, or articles about boycotting because we've answered your questions completely. <laughs> but if you would like to have more discussion about it, you can certainly contact us and join us in the conversation at techreformation.slack.com. It's reversed. And uh, join our Slack channel. Slack.techreformation.com. Close enough. (laughs) They'd eventually get there. I I know how internet URLs work, and if you get it close, they get you the rest of the way. (laughs)
0: Uh, You can go to techreformation.com. Actually, if you go to techreformation.slag.com, you would get to our, like, channel, because that's what it's at. But But it would say something about getting an invite. I'm not sure how Slack does that when we started this, like, four years ago. And at that time they Mm -hmm. had to sign up on our website, but maybe they've, maybe Slack's changed things. Maybe we could update ourselves.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We should probably look at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So techreformation.com. That's where all of our past uh, episodes are. If you want to check out what else we've said.
1: Yeah. So come and join the conversation. We'd love to hear your feedback. I think uh, this is something that's ripe for more discussion. This has been the tech reformation. Thanks
0: for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week.
1: no mm. I